Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 2, Episode 6. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, so. Uh, so last episode, we basically had a pretty good time exploring the graveyard at night. A um, little bit of a tense episode where Rod asked you guys, well, asked Jasper in particular to be there, meet him alone. But of course, he didn't do that, which was smart. Um, so the whole group of you met Rod in the graveyard. Rod revealed quite a few things, a little bit of a backstory, a little bit of the current situation. And then kind of everything started to happen all at once where one of the other students basically just materialized out of thin air. Um, uh, Danny may have been a little trigger happy. We'll soon find out maybe, uh, but shots were fired. Um, Jerry acted a little heroic and charged in in an attempt to disarm um, it was, uh, Terrence. Terrence Laszlo. Terrence Laszlo. And Tug also uh, took on the protective role and went to uh, sort of shield cover. Uh, he brought Rod down to the ground, um, sort of putting himself in between the, the danger. Um, so let's... Um, I want to give you guys, well, all right, let's, let's talk about where we are. I came up with a little map here that I think might help us get orientated a little bit. The little red X is where everybody kind of is right now, the center of the graveyard, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so here's the steps, the main steps coming up. Um, so this is kind of like a steep hill in the front. I'm calling this the front. Um, this to the north is the little windy road that like a car or a car might be able to to wind up and get to the top of the cemetery. Um, and then the trees and everything, it's more heavily wooded in the back and along this southern side. That's kind of where, Jerry, that's where I pictured you coming in along that southern end. Um, and the rest of you came up the steps and walked through the paths to the center where the red X is, where Todd, uh, where Rod is. I, and I think if I recall right, uh, Rod was pretty much standing by like a large obelisk uh, right headstone sort of thing um, and of course there's headstones all around you too there's a few mausoleums but they're mainly towards the front um, does that help is that any questions on the map yeah Where, whereabouts is, is um, Terrence um, okay, so I'm picturing, so we'll put, we'll say Rod was at the center of attention. Jasper, mm -hmm. you were standing directly opposite him, so we'll say he, you're like directly to the east side of him. Um, Danny, you were to the north of up here a little bit. Tug, you were a little bit to the south. And Jerry, you were coming up from like the wooded area from the south also. I pictured Terrence appearing basically in between Rod and Danny. So almost like right, right about here. Okay. 
Um, Danny, we do know that you did hit him. We're not quite sure the amount of damage. Well, you rolled it, but we're not sure if that was the full amount. Yeah. Um, but he went, he went down on one knee. Rod slash Keith, um, he actually scrambled and uh, asked Tug, you know, he's like, get off of me. I, I got I to get my gun out. So I think that was the last kind of Tug you kind of rolled off of him right. to yeah. let him do what he wanted to do. And at the last minute, Rod said, uh, run. He suggested you all run. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give so, you a couple minutes here to like talk real quick. Now realizing, you know, this is tense and all this action. So there's not a whole lot of time to like plan out elaborate things, but you know, do, do what you want to do. Well, I think we've got to, we've got to make sure that, that, um, that, that Rod comes with us. Even if we have to drag him forcibly with us. Yeah. That's my feeling uh, as well. Both, both for his own safety and, um, because otherwise we're, we're not going to find out what's going on. I'm not sure Tug's much of a thinker. So um, when Rod said to him, run, and he's got a gun, I'm just, I think I'm just going to go straight down the stairs. Uh, I, I want to grab him and pull him with me, but he said run so yeah i mean you're you're Tug, a jock as well aren't you? So, used to get someone tells you to run yeah. right <laughs> he gets an order screamed at him on the on the team he does it yep. so and that makes sense i apologize if I, if I just forgot uh did i say that jerry you made an attempt to tackle terrence yes. yes um and he pulled some sort of a weapon on you and he quote shot some sort of electrical charge uh, and pretty much knocked you unconscious. So not only not only is Rod slash Keith on the ground, Tug, you're sort of just rolling off, so you could probably like stand right. up if you want. Um, but not only is not only is Rod on the ground, but Jerry is also on the ground and he's okay. unconscious. Well, let's say that I what I'll do is I'm on I'm rolling onto my hands and knees and I'm scrambling to get away. And as soon as I get maybe 20 feet away, I'll turn back to see if everybody's running. And if they're not, then I'm going to run back. And okay, that, that makes sense. Um, Danny, how, how would you like to react? So, so uh, my mind's racing. You know, I've just shot somebody. Um, yeah. I, I, I was under pressure, and I thought I did the right thing. And immediately I wasn't sure. Now I see Jerry's down. So... I'm also thinking, did we park the car down there? Because we need to get away in case somebody hears a shot. But uh, I, I, I want to. Yeah, I want walked. to. Duck. We walked. We, we walked. I couldn't remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No um, so uh, actually, probably my main thing is Jerry's down. Is he? Is he badly wounded? And but we've got this danger and the other guy. What's the other guy's name again? Terence. Uh, Terence. Terence, right. Yeah. So Terence is not down or out, but he's got a weapon on him. So I'm kind of like, do I, do I help Jerry? Do I, do I try and kick this gun out of this guy's hand? So I'm kind of in a panic, fight or flight kind of mode, and I'm going for the fight one way or another. Okay. All right. The next thing I do may help answer your question. 
So, but I want to I want to check with Jasper first. Jasper, what is your intent? Um, well, I'm I'm going to run, but I'm also um, looking back at Rod to see if Rod's running as well. Um, and um, if he isn't. I'm going to just try and grab him by his, his coat and sort of pull him in the in the direction that Tug has just run. Um, now, bearing in mind that that um, he's he's quite a lot bigger than me, um, so I'm not sure what's going to happen if I try and pull him. I might just sort of just anchor myself to a solid object, essentially. But I'm going to try and sort of at least sort of tug on him and, and make it clear that we're going this way um, and try and get him to come with us. Um, I just don't want us all scattering in different directions. So... Hmm. I'm trying to think because this is sort of like all happening at the same time, so right. it's hard to. Um, so Tug rolls off. Rod kind of gets himself up to one knee, and as he's he's basically pulling out his pistol out of his jacket, and he's taking aim at Terrence. So he's getting ready to shoot at Terence. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in that case. If it's all happening in the same instant, then I'd say that I'm sort of, um, sort of poised to run, but but wavering because I'm trying to see what everyone else is doing. And there's that sort of, you know, that that um, that panic moment where something like that happens, and, and there's just that instant where no one actually does anything, and they're all just going, "Who's going to do what?" and, and so I, I'm in that state. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I want to run, but I'm not sure where to run. Right. So I'm kind of like watching to see what everyone else is doing. And yeah. Okay. I'm almost similar. So you and Danny, I'm saying, kind of in the same boat. Then you're sort yeah. of a little, little bit of hesitation, waiting to see what happens. Next. Okay. Um, Jerry, I don't think I need to ask you because you're unconscious. But do you, do you want to add anything? Or... Okay. Um. All right, right. So, uh, so Rod kind of gets himself up to one knee. He's pointing the pistol at Terrence. Terrence has dropped to one knee, and Terrence is also sort of, um, I don't know, uh, scrambling. You know, like one knee, one hand. He's got his weapon in the other hand. And he's scrambling backwards to, to get away. You know, he's just been shot. He's trying to get away, get behind a headstone, get cover from possibly more uh, firing. Um, so just then, Rod starts unloading his pistol at Terrence. You know, bang, bang, bang. Um, so with the gunshots going off, now I'm going to ask you guys, you got to make a choice, Danny and Jasper. Are you running? Because basically Rod is providing cover at the moment. Um, so now is your opportunity to either run or you can dodge for cover or do anything else you want to do. Um, I, I'm diving for Jerry. Uh, 
you know, I wasn't sure if I should shoot again. I don't want to kill that guy. I realise something else is happening. I'm diving for Jerry to make sure he's not dead mm-hmm. or unconscious. Yep. Uh, trying to stay out of the line of fire if I can, you know. Um, yeah, you're almost having to run into fire if you're going to grab him, but not directly in the line. Like, in other words, you're close, but not in direct line. Um, so like, I would say you could probably easily go out and like grab him by the collar kind of thing. Um, okay. Is that, is that your, is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. And then your intent is to pull him away. Him safety, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right, Jasper, how about you? Um, well, I'm, I'm still poised to run, but, um, now that the, now that the shooting started, Yep. Um, I think um, I'm just going to run to uh, the nearest bit of solid cover, like a tombstone or a mausoleum or something. Okay. With the aim of possibly just sort of dipping in there and then running to some more cover and getting out of there. But I don't really want to leave everyone behind. At the mm-hmm. same time, I don't want to stand around and stay behind and get shot. Right. Because all I've and got it, is a stock full of quarters, and that guy's <laughs> got a ray gun. <laughs> um, I think Tug, you gave me a good answer to begin with. So you'd pretty much, you know, you weren't thinking too much about it. So right. he said to run, you pretty much ran. So that's what I'll say, Jasper. You kind of see Tug take off running. So he's kind of like past you at this point. Um, so it's kind of like you know, you're kind of like, where's Tug going? And you're going to look the other, you know, you're kind of stuck in between the middle right now. I'm just kind of overwhelmed by how much is happening, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, first first of all, a man appears out of nowhere. Then there's like a, a ray gun. Now we're in a gunfight. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to cover, to collect myself, to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I rolled right. for dexterity to see if I lose my, if I trip or fall. Because mm. when the gun goes off, I probably go three times faster than I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also probably stop, I eventually stop and I look back to see what's going on. Yep. Okay. And I am fully aware that the police are probably going to be here soon because they would have, people in the town would have heard the gunshots. But I'm I'm still a ways away. Mm-hmm. So you kind of look look back and you see Jasper not too far from you. I see, and then you, and then you ah. see the gunshots just beyond that. So it's right. Almost... right, all right. Um, so is that as I dive for Jerry, kind of trying to almost jump to the ground, you know, but to get <laughs> to is uh, uh, um. The other guy returning fire to Rod. Okay. Um, hold that thought. Um, let me ask, what is your strength, Danny? 65. Not bad. And Jerry, what is your size stat? A big guy or a little guy? Or? 50. 50, pretty much average. All right, so strength is pretty good. Um, I'm going to ask you to do a strength roll. I'm just going to ask you not to. Eh. 
Yeah, passed. Regular pass. Okay, great. So you manage to grab a hold of his collar, we'll say, and you can grab his jacket, and you're sort of dragging him now. So yeah. anything in particular you're just trying to get him to cover, or do you want to, I'm, like, I, I think I'm to the yeah. road or, you know? Um, knowing the location, the wood would be a good place to get lost, but it's in the opposite way of the town. And if we're trying to get back the way we just really need, I'm thinking we need to go the way we came. So I'm really dragging him initially behind a stone so we're not going to get shot and then maybe get Jasper to help me get him, get him down. Mm, okay, great. Or tug. Can, can we assume also that we've lived here our whole lives? We know this town and we know probably know this graveyard so it's not like we're going to get lost we know which direction to go um well i don't think whole lies because i think jasper you're from iowa i'm from um dunton colorado oh colorado um but you have been in college for at least one to three years so you may have Certainly, you've dr driven past it. I don't know if you visited the graveyard. Um, if you're saying you grew up here, maybe as a kid you've come about could, here. Could you also say that from where we are, the lights of the town are in this direction and the darkness of the woods is in that direction? Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yep. I think, I mean, it's only, it's only been a few minutes. So I think we can all pretty much remember where, where the car was. Right. Mm -hmm. Hang on, we walked, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we didn't bring the car. Oh, we also could see the path leading down to the Completely gate. Imagine the car then. Sorry. You're, wi you're wishing that there was a car. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. We are now. As I'm dragging Jerry, I'm saying, you know, whoever's in my you know, view, uh, whether it's Tug or Jasper, I'm like, you know, Jasper, Tug, help me get Jerry out of here, you know? Is he, is he absolutely unconscious? Yeah, he's like dead weight. Just you're just dragging yeah. a sack of potatoes. If I hear him say that, uh, I'll suddenly turn around and head right for where Danny and, and Jerry are. Okay. All right. So in this short amount of time, then, so we're scrambling right. around. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm picturing like Tug like running full steam and then all of a sudden just like screeching and sliding in the dirt, kind of like coming to back. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so Rod, he takes us four or five shots, three or four shots. Um, and he just finished yelling at you guys, like, you know, run. And the next thing you know is you hear the shots, you know, the ricocheting off the headstones of gravel. And, and you can tell, I mean, those of you that are looking – Rod's not necessarily aiming. He's trying to like provide cover. So he's just like unloading, like bang, 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 bang. Okay. And he's kind of, you know, holding the pistol up like this, trying to shoot over the gravestones. And, you know, so he's not necessarily aiming to hit. He's just trying to pre okay. a lot of noise, a lot of cover. Um, you see Terrence, he managed to scramble behind one of the headstones. You're not sure if he's been hit or not. But you suddenly hear Terrence yell out from, from you know, where you think he is. He yells out, get him! Don't let him escape! Oh, boy. 
Uh, now, my, my, my concern, my kind of thought that I'm dreading is if they get Rod, Stroke, whoever, then um, he's, he's our best source, you know? Yeah, but we got to think about our own lives. Yeah. Our, it, our friends. It sounds like there's more of them crawling about if he's saying get them. So what are you guys doing? Are you helping me or what? I'm, I'm running right up to you and I will reach down and grab Jerry's arm and hoist him onto my shoulder. And Fantastic. Start. I'm, I'm helpfully gesturing towards the, the cover that I found to show you where to go. Over here. You, you better get ready to start launching those quarters. Um, all right, Tug, you... You're strong, right? I remember. You're, I've got an 80 strength. 80. Yeah. I'm not even gonna make you roll. You effortlessly, you know, throw Jerry over your shoulder. Right. Um, and I'm heading away from where they, where the the, the bullets are flying. Okay. Um, are you? Are, is Tug strong enough to to do that himself? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's safe. Um, it's what I was born for. <laughs> um, unless I misinterpreted your question, Danny, are you looking for Tug to carry you too? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> My, um, I, I, I think, you know, I, I help, help with Jerry, you know, get him on his kind of shoulder or however he's going to carry him, you know? Yeah. And, and then I swing around and, and shout rods and come on, come on, you know? I, I want him to be with us because I think he's going to get slaughtered if he stays there. Yeah, the police will be here at any second. I'm, I'm just for a. I'm not. I'm not going to hang about, but but for a few seconds, I'm I'm ducking behind a, a stone with a pistol, and I'm like, Rod, come on, to kind of give him cover if he wants to move in our direction. But if not, I'm not going to hang about. Okay, um, let me do this, Danny and. Jasper, can you each do spot hits? Okay. Oh, that's 10 out of 60. That's, that's an extreme. Regular. Nice. Um, okay, right. So, Danny, you kind of reacted to this as he was saying it. So, when he yelled, get him, don't let him escape, I mean, that's kind of like two and two, putting them together. I think it's safe to say there might be somebody else here. Mm. And you kind of like do one of these and you see a dark figure, dark shadow making its way up the uh, road area. So the, to the North area. Um, so it's kind of like he's made us up from that dirt road and he's, he's heading towards you. Mm -hmm. And Jasper, you see kind of from the, South west, more towards the woods, almost in the same direction that Jerry originally came from. You see another dark figure heading towards you. Oh, I'm I'm getting my sock full of quarters out. I should have got a prop. Damn it. Um Rod kind of makes eye contact with you, Danny. 
and he's he's looking at you and he's he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. He he fires off two more shots, bang bang. And he he looks at you and he he he's yelling. He's like the science building. Two days. Avenge me and my family. And he takes the pistol and he puts it to his head and he. Oh. Aw. Uh, I'll, I'll do my sanity roll after a run. Yep. I'm kind of devastated, but I'm like, I, I, I freak out and I just turn. And you know, I, I, I agree. I think that's pretty much a clear sign that we will, we will get the hell out of it. So now those two darker shapes, they're running at you full steam. Oh no. Tug, what are you doing? You're Cherry and I are about halfway down the hill. Okay. I'm doing like we did in the woods before. I'm just grabbing I'm just running and ignoring anything around me, just trying to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, big guy athletic, but still running with someone over your shoulder. It's you're not able to do full speed sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do a dex roll to see if I trip? I'm running um, downstairs. You're you're so afraid it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> well, my my adrenaline is also obviously through the roof at this point. I could pick up a car. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I, I'm going to ask you for a dex. I just just don't get a crit fail. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I got a nine, so Ooh. that's really good. Yeah, excellent. I um, skipped down the stairs, <laughs> yep. twirling Jerry over my head. <laughs> um, Danny and Jasper, <coughs> excuse me, what are you doing? They're kind of like one's coming towards you, Danny, and one's coming toward, towards you, Jasper. I'm, I'm, um, I'm just going to run. <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, I've got my, I've got my my kosh. If one of them comes anywhere near me, I, I'll I'll try and bash them. But I'd, I'd rather just get away, really. Um, I think I've got ask. I've got a picture in my mind of of that that poor man stuck in the rock with the wires in his head, and I, I don't want to end up like that, or worse. Um, Danny, what's your move speed? And Jasper, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, oh, shit. Wait, where is that on the sheet now? Uh, center, uh, I think. Center towards the top under your skills. It's uh, next to your photo. Uh, mine's, a, mine's a nine. Nine? Oh, that's fast. Yeah, I, I rolled a really good dex for this character. <laughs> uh, his strength and his size are dreadful, but... He's a really he's a, he's a quick weed, <laughs> little jackrabbit. <laughs> Sorry, I can't find my move. Oh, move. Sorry, seven. Seven. Oh, that's on the slow side. All right, I'm going to try something here. This is this is not by the book. 
So this may or may not work. Um, let's try and do this separately because you each have different speeds. Uh, I'm going to do you first, Jasper. Um, D100. I'm going to ask you to roll under. So consider this like a run skill. So you have a run skill of 90, I'm going to say. Okay. So I'm basically just looking for you to either pass or fail. So just use 90 as your stat, and you're being chased. I've got 39. Okay, pass. All right, roll again. This time it's going to be 80. 52. Okay, I failed. We'll do two out of three. Roll again. This time it'll be 70. Six. I passed that one. And we'll go again. We'll do what we got 60. Four. Ooh, I got oh three. Can't help but feel that I'm losing. I'm I'm using up all my good rolls. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather use them for something else, but 50. Woo. Oh nine. Uh, 41. So it's just just passed. Nice. Oh. 40. Oh, don't know where that went. Um, 16, that's passed. Nice. And that was my second fail. So we'll say, Jasper, you pretty much are, like we said, like a jackrabbit. You're darting between the headstones and bing, 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 bing. And, and the person you're trying to outrun just can't keep up. Um, I'm wee, but I'm wiry. Which potentially gives me a problem because if he can't get you, he might come for me. <laughs> All right, Danny, let's start with you now. So we'll do. I mean, it's uh, great effort improvising a kosh, and I'm not going to get to use it, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you want uh, well, the same thing? We'll do two out of three, and we'll do. Um, am I starting on? What am I starting on? Is it less than Jasper? Um. Um. Hmm. Penalty, I don't know. Let's just do it straight up, because I think... Okay. So we'll, we'll start at 90. Okay. 49. Yes. 80. 20. Pass. Uh, 70. 42. Pass. 60. Oh my. Tw 21. Yeah? I got a double zero. He falls and breaks his neck. <laughs> the guy chasing you trips over a gravestone and sprawls out in the gravel. His artificial leg falls off. Do another. The town as well. Or he does another graveyard as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you to do another roll. I just want to make sure you don't crit fail now. Uh, what am I supposed to be rolling under? Uh, 50, I think we're at. 67. Okay, so a fail, but not a crit fail. All right, it was close. Uh, I'm going to say you maybe like glanced over your shoulder and it looked like he's catching up to you. Uh, you got a glimpse of who it was. He kind of had his handkerchief up, like, you know, like a bandit sort of thing. But you're, 
you're pretty darn sure that was Harold Higgins. And he, he was carrying something too, like a... Some oh, I got enough something. Something. All right, so we'll say you guys make it to the street. Um, About the same time, since I'm going half the speed. Yeah, that's, that sounds reasonable. Maybe you, you, maybe you get there first, but just within a matter of a few seconds, Couple the steps, others yeah. come panting behind you and out of breath. Um, yeah, well, how about now? What do you want to do? They're still... Do we hear sirens? I'm trying to think. I, I, know, I know it seems like it's taking a long time, but in, honestly, I'm picturing... This all took probably it. all like less than less than a minute. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Myr Myrtle and John and Mike are all on the phones calling the police, saying there's shooting going on up on that hill. Mm -hmm. And probably like the first shot, you know, it's late at night. Probably somebody's sitting at home and they're like, "What is that?" And yeah, that you know. Oh, it'll go away, you know. And then after the second round of shooting, then now people are waking up. But yeah, they're still timing, and they gotta make the yeah. phone call, and yeah. Um. So yeah, so maybe they're coming, but for right now, you don't see signs, heads or tails. Is uh, Jerry's house closer, or is the university closer? Ooh, that's a good question. Did you okay. actually? Jerry, do you remember, did you actually, I think we picked a rough location, but I don't remember if we nailed anything down. Specific. We definitely never picked it on the map. Okay. Uh, I said that I uh, wanted, it was important that it be uh, within walking distance of campus. Right. Uh, but it was, it was in an area where somebody could have a, uh, could be renting a house. Uh, I said that I preferred it, that even if it was a longer walk, I would prefer it to be uh as close to like more trees or natural settings as possible. And if there was access to any sort of river or water, that would be even better. Uh, but he still wants to be able to walk rather than have to drive. Yeah. All I right. think I, that, that, that would be my suggestion to the guys. Let's go to Jerry's, you know. I'll say then I have an area in mind, Jerry, but we won't bring up the map right just yet. Um, yeah. I'll just say it's roughly equidistant, Danny. So you you know, either one is an option, right, at this point. Um, and we'll say it's roughly about two to three blocks away for both either Jerry's house or the, the, the dormitory, if you want to head back. Uh, my character, I think he's going straight for his room. And he figures he's got some first aid stuff there because, you know, he gets skinned up and stuff when he's doing stuff. You okay. know what, uh, Jerry, could I ask you to do a constitution roll don't throw up on me dude <laughs> might be worse might cough up a lung on me <laughs> uh, that would be a fail fail okay so you're still not not with it yet all right so what's the decision Tug or Danny do you have I'm, a, I'm heading for my my room I'll just follow Tug just We'll just keep going. All right. Yeah. Um, you guys passed me. 
I'll say this. They're still after you. They're still chasing you. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's easy running. You're on the street now, sidewalk. Uh, so it's almost like, you know, Jasper, you're the quicker of the group. So you can stay ahead of everybody if you want. Um, well, I, I mean, I, I, if I've got an advantage in speed, I'm going to be using that to sort of um, keep sort of slowing down and looking behind to see where they are. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're kind of, they're pretty much pacing you. Danny, you're, you're getting winded, so. Yeah. As I'm looking back, how many of them are there? How many figures are there? Uh, After this? Two. two. I mean, I'm in one mind to shoot, shoot them, you know, but because we know they're up to some serious no good, but then I'm going to be a murderer. Well, now you're in town. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worried yeah. that they're, they're going to have like friends in a car or something. We're not going to be safe. We're not going to be safe if we, if we go back to the campus. I mean, they'll just follow us there. I just decided to do a constitution roll and got a 92. I'm guessing, you know, with the panic and the running and, and dragging bodies and stuff, I'm struggling a bit. Okay. So they're, they're slowly gaining on you. Um, Jasper, you, you make a good <laughs> Jasper Wheezy, you, you're making a good point. Um, the, the only thing you in your benefit of heading back to Dorinder is there's people there. So maybe being amongst other people may be your benefit. Um, that could be good. Um, as is, as is being in a in a in a in a street with street lights. Yeah, true. Because I mean, if they if they catch up with us, we should just make as much noise as we possibly can. Yeah, and then the police get us. I'd rather the police get us than them. Uh, here's a question I have for the other two. Um, as we're running now, are you saying things like, there's two of them, they're, they're gaining on sure. and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. There, there's a point where I will probably stop running and hand Jerry off to you or lay him down and I'm going to turn and I'm like, well, if we can't get away, then let's fight them. Let's make a stand. Oh, hell. Danny's, Danny's doubling over. I think I'm freaking out a bit and I'm exhausted and um, looking rough and I'm kind of muttering to myself. Well, if if ever, if ever, if everyone else is 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 stopping, then I'm I don't I don't want to be the one who just runs off. Well, and I'm gonna probably want you guys behind me. I'm not so tough, but I'm 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 damned if I'm a chicken. Uh, Danny's going like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I just had a thought, Jeff. You, you told us that when we were up in the the graveyard, it was quite misty. Is there any of that mist around the town streets, or is it was it just more up at the trees in the woods? It was, it was kind of because it's the uh, the the woods and the field sort of the temperature difference there. Um, the yeah. pavement tends to hold the heat a little bit better. 
So let me just say, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue with you, but let me just throw this out there. You know, Tug, you're talking about the police and all. But yeah, that, I mean, do you do you want to encounter the police at this point? Because I, I don't think I can think that direction. I think okay. I'm thinking about us protecting my friends. Yeah. I'm also thinking we're right in the middle of town now. If the police pull up, we can just yell, they're shooting at us, they're crazy. You know, mm-hmm. police take care of it. And although Danny is Danny shoot first Coleman, um, I think that uh, he doesn't want to be shooting on the street. You know, it's crazy. And plus he's pretty exhausted and, and panicked. Tug, Tug knows how to lie. I mean, he... <laughs> he'll say, they shot our friend up in the, in the cemetery. We were goofing around. Yeah, we were goofing around. Who doesn't goof around? But, yeah. They shot our just, friend and now they're just, shooting at just us. a bunch of students. We just, we just you know... It was late at night. We dared each other to, to go up to the cemetery. Yeah, we didn't do any shooting. They did the shooting. Yeah. So first sign of a first sign of, a, of an alarm of a of a police siren coming. Um, and was, bell, was, bell was, as it was back then. Um, just Danny, throw that gun. <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw that gun at the I, people chasing. And and t- tug do the throw throw Jerry over the hedge or something. No, <laughs> no, I would. I would stop with Jerry, but I would lay Jerry down or I would hand him to you so that he doesn't hit the ground and then I would just Okay, okay. I was I was I, I'm I'm kind of I've turned to face the guys and I'm I'll I'm like uh look like I'm winded. Um and um I look like I'm breathing really heavy and suddenly uh Danny's kind of like <sighs> Like he's gasping for a breath, and he's like, "Don't know." He doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on, I'm and he just sure. shouts at the top of his voice, as if he's shouting at the guys, uh-huh. and he just shouts, "Grundvach Hechtenbacht!" And just he start. He looks like he's going to vomit. He's actually kind of bending over and he's retching. And suddenly, there's this thick stuff coming out of his mouth, like thick smoke. Like, literally, uh, uh, he looks like he's been sick, or he's, as we would say in Scotland, spewing his guts up. And, uh, and, and there's literally smoke piling out of his mouth, like thick, thick smoke. And he looks like he can't, he's, he can't breathe, and this stuff's billowing out of him. Sanity. I think I'm going to make this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, taking a sanity roll oh, as well. 96. <laughs> oh, 0-3. That was good. Oh, I got 62, but that's way... That's a fake. I'm, bu- I'm too busy staying alive not, not to freak out. I'm, I'm gonna I'll take it. a point anyway. Is he doing this on top of poor Jerry because I laid Larry, Jerry down? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was I was getting my my sock out and sort of like letting it just like taking it out of my pocket and then just letting it sort of drop dramatically behind my back when no one could see it. But but now I'm just standing there, sort of open mouthed, trembling. And and Danny Danny's like open mouthed. It's like he can't. He's trying to breathe. And, he's, and this stuff just every time it looks like he's taking a breath. There's another. And this German voice is coming out of his face. 
It was just a couple of words. It was like he just shouted the phrase at the top of his voice, and and this, and if it's okay, Jeff, it's kind of billowing out towards the oncoming guys with their weapons, mm-hmm. uh, and as it maybe spreads out in a kind of cone shape, if you like, uh, it's maybe thinning out on the edges, but it's really surprisingly. It's like lungfuls of smoke coming out of. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to stumble into the street just like it's just dumbfounded and not knowing what the fuck to do. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Todd. probably grabbing J- Jerry and Jasper like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 going to jump up into Tug's arms like Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? All right. Uh, Pause for one second. Jerry, can you do a constitution roll again? It's like, what's that smell? Yeah, <laughs> uh, extreme success. Oh, nice. All right, so whatever was wrong with you, you're not quite sure, you're starting to come out of it. So you, you've regained conscious, but you, uh, find, you find yourself pretty much laying in the middle of the street I reach, I reach for my knife okay do i am i still holding it um well you couldn't be holding it you were unconscious well i i I assume that's the case right so i then have to reach for the other one which i draw and uh look around for the uh for a threat i mean the last thing i remember i was trying to stab this guy now i'm on the ground right uh, assuming he must have, do I remember getting zapped? Do I remember the pain? I'm going to say for right now, you're just coming out of it. So everything right now is a little bit foggy. Yeah, so obviously I had to try to look for the guy and stab him. I mean, yes, you, you don't see him. You, all you see is the street light a little bit down the road. They're like, you're laying on your back. You're, you're I, disoriented. Hopefully he doesn't think he's still stabbing the guy because he's over Tug's shoulder. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I laid him down. He laid him down. He did say that, yeah. All right. Sorry. Uh, do I see anyone? You, you see the night sky and the street light just a little bit down the road. You know. I turn my head in – well, do I hear anything before I start moving around? <laughs> You hear Danny doing a lot of gasping and... I recognize that it's Danny? I think so, maybe. Uh, okay. Then in that case, uh, I turn my head in that direction. What do I see? Yep. And you see, just as he described earlier, you see this... We'll say the, the tail end of your sneezing fit. <laughs> uh, but do I see the black smoke and everything? Uh Oh, good question. What color smoke is it, Danny? It's thick and grey and dark in the middle. and Dark when it's coming out of his mouth and grey towards the edge. But, but the point is I see something like that. Yeah. Um, could I rationalize this as that he was smoking something or is it obviously paranormal? It's very thick. I couldn't, I couldn't do it unless I had the best vape ever. It's probably awesome. Like- You'd probably also be a little disoriented if you're just waking up. From, you know. So uh, does the disorientation protect me from a sanity check, or does it make it even more likely that this is just too weird to even cope with? I'll say for right now, you're protected by it. So oh, yeah. we'll, we'll go with that being in your favor, that 
You're just trying to, right now, you're just trying to get your bearings. Then I do I see anybody who's not Danny? Yes, so you see Tug uh, standing pretty close to you and Jasper's right in the, right nearby. Um, Where are they? Just, Where well, are let, me they? Just jump, let me jump back to, so, so I don't know who to jump to. Danny? Yeah, what's Danny doing? Okay, so I, I, I would, after maybe say about five exhalations, you know, and this stuff's billowing out like an, an excessive amount, I think it's going to begin to peter out a bit. And I'm hoping that there's enough of this stuff that it's kind of created a cloud that these guys can't see exactly what we're doing. And uh, Danny probably looks really shaken very pale and drawn and and he just like when he's kind of coming to out of it he, he turns and starts running again fingers yeah. crossed i'm fingers gonna look at tug and look at the smoke and look at danny and i'm gonna start running again <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm going to carefully put jasper down i'm gonna reach down and grab Jer do like this to jerry and say we got to go we gotta go <laughs> yeah, so I just got up and started running. I grab him, lift him up, and then we both we all start running yeah. to the campus. And I'm like, "What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> what was what? What happened?" We'll tell you later. Oh my god, Jerry! What, I mean, Jasper, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, uh. What are they? I, and I think <laughs> I think it's <laughs> struck dumb. <laughs> Excuse the pun, but I think Danny gets a second wind because he looks absolutely terrified of what's just I was just like So yeah, when we get back up to my room, I'm gonna look over at Danny and be like, All right, explain, what the fuck? <laughs> Did we get back to his room okay? Yeah, I I, I think that was uh you know the, the the problem with the fog is that you, you know it's great for providing you cover to get away like that but it also makes it so that you couldn't see them either so not quite sure what happened to them except like at some point you know you got to the main campus you did you know you looked over your shoulder you didn't see them following you so you know that you know, maybe they'll come back later. Maybe. But what, did, what did I miss? They know who we are. They know. They know where we've gone. There's more they of them than there is of us. What do, What do you mean? What do you mean they? Um, I just remember the one in inside Terrence. We uh, we fill in Jerry on everything that happened. At the moment, Danny's on that side of the room, and we're all on this side of the room, and we're like, "What the fuck, Danny?" Danny looks sick. He's, he's, he goes, if you, I don't know if he's got a sink in his in his room. He's like putting a tap on if he does and washing his mouth out. He's got a horrible taste in his uh, mouth. Quick, quick question. Uh, before D Danny starts uh, washing his mouth out, uh, does Danny set his gun down somewhere or is Danny's gun still on Danny? Uh, I put the gun down somewhere, yeah, because my hands are like that All right. now. Uh, I take the gun. I'm like, I think he's possessed by a, a hungry German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, after a little while, 
I'll I'll come to a bit and and stop looking so sick and and I just like I don't know it just came out of me it was something I read in in the journal my journal I've got uh, something what, I, I read and it just what journal uh, my journal I've got my almanac let me see um, uh, it's it's in my room uh, it's just something I think it's something I read and I don't know it just I, I was I was freaking out and it just the words just burst out of me. What 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 kind of almanac is it, Danny? It's called the Almanac of Other Worlds. I've been kind of following it and trying to. It's it's a guy that's toured around and he talks about different places and places that have mystery and mysterious powers and elements. But it's something I read in a journal. Well, that makes, at least, uh, that makes at least two common interests we have. I, uh, I'd like to get a look at it sometime. I yeah. Hand, uh, I, hand I, Danny, really... I hand Danny his gun back. Uh, it's all right. Keep it just now. I feel really sick, man. All right. We are lots of ducks. You, 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 like smoke well, came out. What the hell? It sounds, it sounds like your almanac is uh, more effective than the works of Mr. Crowley. I think it was something to do with when I was up at Kingsport. I had a weird experience when I was up at Kingsport and the, the almanac had uh, told told me about Kingsport and I did an overnight up there and we went exploring and stuff. And, but it was just, what's, in, what's in Kingsport? Uh, a big cliff, basically, and a little town and kind of a bunch of weird people that stay up there. Kind of a bit weird up there. Is it weirder than Cobb's Corners? It's about the same weird. Well, it sounds like we know where we're headed next. Then, In fact, no, maybe... no, I don't want. I don't want to go back there. I need. Oh man, I feel rough. No, what? Oh, Jerry doesn't know. Rob committed suicide. Well, just I mean, like uh, just like Blaine. Do you all need a drink? Uh, I'm gonna go yeah. with some alcohol. Hey, hang on a minute. Um, yeah, what what, hap what happened to the, what happened to the one who's turned? No, we'll don't, go over don't tell anyone. But um, I've I've got my flask with me. So um, give me a drink. Give me a drink. Yeah. Hand the flask around. <sighs> now what do we do? Whoever we drinks know. after dinner gets a little bit. Guys, don't you? <laughs> Do you think it's they safe. follow? Do you think they uh, followed you here? I think they know where we are and who we are. How could they not know who we are, and where we are? One of them was Higgins, didn't you say? Yeah, well, well, I wasn't asking if they knew who we were, just whether they knew we were here now. Where well, else would they, we go? They, they're going to know where we are. They're Probably right outside the door. Guys, they're going to. They're going. There's too many of them. They're going to catch us and take our brains out. Uh, Rod, Rod, who or or, or or whoever he was, he 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 said well, Danny, he uh, watching us. Is there anything? Uh, you said that uh, almanacs in your room. Are, are you in the same dorm? Yeah, he's down the hall. Hey, you know you what? Think there's uh, anything else useful in there? Maybe it can help us get out of here. They don't know where Jerry lives. We should go to Jerry's. Well, they'll know where I live if they uh, have access to the memories of their hosts. I don't know what you're talking about. They, how would they know? They, they're not. Uh, 
It's a different brain. You live off campus. Nobody knows where you live. <laughs> well, I suppose that's uh, reassuring. Well, my car is just uh, a short way from here. If we can, we can get to it without being seen, then uh, we're free. Or would we better being here? Because there's other people in the dormitories. Now, hold on a minute. Rod said to be at the science room in two days. Is that right? Is that what you said? Well, he said to avenge him at the science room. So they're up to something. They're all so a bunch of aliens. In... Something's going to happen in two days then. We need, to uh, warn the, we need to warn the geology teacher. I don't think he knows. But he, he might be one of them. Yeah, I don't think he does either. He was clear. I don't think so. Well, that doesn't mean he's lie. going to know just because he tells us. He'd have to, just because we tell him, uh, he'd have to believe us, wouldn't he? Yeah, he, he we'd have to, he's not going to believe any of this shit. Well, the, the police are going to find Rod's body on, on, the, on the hill and they're, they're going to come looking for someone. They're, they're, someone must have seen something. We can call the police and give them an anonymous tip as to what happened. Tell them that there were a bunch of people up on the hill shooting. And that we think Higgins was one of them and that... Uh, That's an idea. I don't know who the other ones were, but they were probably other students. We just didn't get a good I, I, look I, at I, them. I, I saw Terrence. Yeah, we saw Terrence. I shot, I shot Terrence, right? So he's got a wound on him. Like they've got to, they've got to treat that. But I mean, you know, if they can, if if whatever they are, if they can put, um, they can finger us too. Brains into other bodies, they can, they can sure as hell fix it. Do do we know for certain that they're actually switching the the brain uh, and not the mind? Doing it. We just know that they're doing it. We don't know how uh, they're doing it. Well, that's right. So we uh, we can't make any assumptions about. We how know much that they it's know. not them in their heads. Well, well, we can. Uh, didn't they know things about us? Uh, like Higgins knew things about me, didn't he? That's what I was suggesting. So somehow, even if it's a completely different brain, there must be some kind of either bodily memory or the mind is not constrained to the brain. So we're fucked. We got I, I don't care how they do it. I just, I just. Well, now, now, hold, hold on, <laughs> hold on, just a minute, gentlemen. If, if there's, we we don't know how much is remaining of the host. Uh, not not that I'm averse to uh, killing and self defense by any means, but uh, well, just how just how certain are you that? Just how certain are you that they mean to kill us? They don't want their activities to be discovered or revealed. They just shot you. It's worse. They don't uh, want to just... I'm, I'm not dead, am I? But they don't want to just kill us. They want to put somebody else's brain in us. It's a good question. How wounded is Jerry? Is there a wound? Is he burned? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. So... Yeah, how do I feel aside from dazed and... Disorders. Yeah, yeah, no, that's oh, uh, do I, I check? Uh, I remember that I need to check to see that I still have the peaches. Do I have the peaches? 
<laughs> they broke. Do um, do a luck roll. As long as you don't get a crit fail, you got him. All right. Oh, he was he was on Tug's shoulder as well. <laughs> right, bouncing around, getting tossed and turned. Well, I failed, uh, but it's not a crit fail. Not a crit fail. All right. Yep. You still have managed to hold on to him. All right. So, so uh, I just, see, uh, I hold them up. See, I'm not too much the worse for wear. Well, let's find, out I, Jeff? let's find out from Jeff. Well, I'll say this. So I think you said you had a max hit points of 10, right? Yeah. And you said I'm down to six now. Yeah. So you took four. So that's almost half, which is not quite a major wound, but it's pretty serious. So your stomach right now is killing you. When you lift your shirt, you do see like uh, basically, like you said, like a burn mark, like a, an electrical burn mark on your torso. Still, see, not not too much. The uh, works for wear. I <laughs> put the peaches in the other pocket. Um, well, what I'm getting at is, uh, of course, they're willing to kill to keep their activity secret, but. Uh, Well, how about they also to... they also tried to kill us because we were talking to the one who revealed them, and we talked to him, and now we know. Why, why would you against... assume they're going to kill us? I think let's let's assume they're going to kill us. Yeah, we have, to, we have to hide. Let's we we could do one of two things: we could go Jerry to your place, or we could find a dorm room down on another level that nobody is using yet. And hide well, there's one advantage to uh, going to my house more firearms so yeah right, so that we uh, find a way to my car and then find a way to my house they were able to materialize out of nothing right there and uh, they have guns we're gonna have to sleep at some point well if we're in my house at least we can uh, take watches and won't be completely uh, boxed in uh, these dormitories are confined. We'll never be able to defend them. What do you guys and, think? Should we hide and somewhere e else? And even if we can defend them, we'll never be able to feed ourselves, assuming it's a, uh, an extended siege. I, I, I think I think we need to just. Um, we should we should keep moving. We should just find find somewhere to find somewhere to hide out. Um, well, um, well, listen. Assuming we can get to, uh, assuming we can get to my automobile, we can move ourselves uh, fairly well away from Arkham if we need to. We can uh, we can locate other authorities. We could we could drive to my parents if you want, and we could just stay Where there for, for a night or two, just a Where few miles that? away. A few miles away, but but I think that we need to stop them from doing whatever they're doing. They're obviously. Yeah, but, but what are they doing? I don't know. But we, whatever it is, it's going to be bad. It's, it's well. Thing. One thing's for certain. Uh, again, I'm uh, reluctant to call them uh, our friends, but uh, murdering a number of our former classmates will presumably not stop anything at all. We don't know how many of them there are. We don't know how many copies they can make of the minds or brains of their confederates 
we're dealing with a force that is not confined by the physical world. Jerry, we can, we, can, we can only do what we can do, and what we can do right now is stop the people that we know have had their minds taken over. I think you, you had a good idea, Tug, where you said if we phoned the police, we could get at least a couple of them out of action for a day or two. Well, at least it would cause trouble for them, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would give them something they'd have to deal with. Of course, they could turn around and, and implicate us as well, which they will do. I'll tell you, Tug, and, uh, at the moment, I'd feel, I'd feel safer if I was in a prison cell. Rather I than sitting here with, with them. Uh, I, I wouldn't. But I would feel safer if we weren't in Arkham. There's uh, very little reason to be here. And uh, anonymous phone calls can be made from anywhere. We can always return here uh, once we're better armed. Uh, even in my house, uh, I, have, uh, I have one uh, somewhat decent rifle. Uh, maybe a couple of other things, but uh, given a day or two or longer, we can uh, arm ourselves considerably if uh, if Tug's opinion prevails and uh, and we really mean to uh, finish them all. We can prepare for that for it better. Uh, I still I'm very reluctant to take such measures. I don't think it will stop them from accomplishing their goal, but it will stop us from any opportunity to learn what they're really pursuing. We'd be, uh, if you're really determined to uh, take violent measures, we should take one of them prisoner. That's exactly what I was thinking. We should take well, one of them prisoner and interrogate him. Well, if, uh, if this is the plan on which we are both agreed, then uh, I'd assent to it. Who should we take? I don't know, guys. We need to have somewhere that well, we, would, uh, we could hide because if we take one of them, they're just going to come and get us. All of them. That's a lot. How will they know where to find us? Maybe they can track, maybe they have a way of tracing their uh, compatriots, perhaps, or perhaps not. I think we need to be safe tonight. That's what I think. Well. Um, shall we make for the car and then uh, to yeah. my house for the rifle really? and then to your to, parents? To start. Well, how are we going to uh, establish whether they're between us and the... Uh, the there's things that we can't know. We just have to go. Let's go. Well, if we all go, in a, if we all go at once, uh, it's more obvious. Uh, well, it's my vehicle and uh, I'm the one Here. concerned about it, so uh, I'll, go, uh, I'll go ahead and... Uh, I'll go ahead and scout ahead. Uh, if it looks clear, I'll come back and let you know. And if they kill you? Well, way. if I don't come back in, uh, the, the car is hardly five minutes from this dormitory. If I don't make it back here in 10, uh, either I'm their prisoner or I'm dead. Fair enough, get the car so, and let's get out of here. All right, so uh, with that, Jeff, I had, uh, well, I guess there's no way to, to cautiously leave a dorm room, but once I'm in the hall, I cautiously look around uh, and I try to stealthily make my way toward the dormitory exit and just try to notice whether or not, you know, there's any threats. Uh, if I can see the car and it looks clear, well, I don't think I, I don't know how it's laid out, Jeff. Am I parked within sight of the dormitory or, or what? It's also the middle of the night, isn't it? So it should be fairly, 
if I'm within sight, there shouldn't be like people blocking the way or, or anything. So if I parked where I could see Tug's dorm, then maybe I can see the car. If not, I'll have to cautiously make my way to where I can see it. And if I'm not obstructed and I don't see any problems, I would go back for the rest of the guys. Um, all right, I'm hesitating because I don't want to throw a monkey wrench into this plan. But that's right, the right. GM's job. <laughs> no. Well, I'm pretty sure, Jerry, you didn't drive your car. I think I think you got the phone call to say, hey, meet us at the dorm. Uh, we got a few minutes to get over to the graveyard. I, uh, Do you remember? I was... Uh, I was, I was reasonably certain. Maybe I misunderstood you. I believe that when we were talking about how much time I had to get there, that mm -hmm. I certainly had to drive in okay. order to get there. All right. Uh, so because no I thought I remembered telling you that I wanted to park uh, as close as I could to, well, basically as close as I could to the dorm. Okay. Because I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about what this was about. I didn't know that I had to be stealthy. I just drove there as quick as I could and parked as close as I could without having a problem with the presumably non-existent late-night campus security at uh, Miskatonic, right? Did, didn't so. we have the discussion that it normally would take him about a half an hour to drive there, and he did it in 15 minutes? Yeah, I, I, I drove fast. Uh, you said there was no traffic on the roads. Right. So, yeah, so I'm sure the car is there. The question is how close I parked. Uh, I probably didn't park egregiously illegally, but I parked as close as I could without being in an insanely obtuse location. We stopped across the quad to get to the parking lot, so. Right, so I think that partly answers the question. I have to make it across the quad. Can I see the car across the quad is the question. Um, you know Assuming what? Assuming I even make it to the quad without getting abducted and my like brain snatched, right? Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking at the map now. The, basically the street uh, encircles the whole Miskatonic campus. So if you were to park on the one street, you would actually be fairly close to... Oh, what, like across from the dorm, basically? Yeah, pretty pretty darn close. So well, can I see it out the window? Uh, not from Tug's window. Tug's window overlooked the quad. Right. You could see out the parking um, streets the other way. Here, you know what? I'll just, say, I'll just save time. You, you make it to your car and there's no issues. You're saying I can. I know that I can even make it to the car. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I. Uh, then obviously, as soon as I've established this, uh, I go back as quick as I can. Yep. Like, look, I made it all the way to the car. The coast is clear. Look, Danny, uh, I, I have the gun. Go get your almanac. You don't want to leave that here. Um, I'm going for some fresh underwear. Good. You, you, good you, you, uh, you do that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not turning up at my parents looking like this. I've got nearly four dollars in this. Uh, well, that's reassuring. I thought you were going to tell me <laughs> that it came out of both ends. Uh, All right, let's just go. Um, so I'm just going to ask anything in particular you guys want to bring with you, or just you just getting out of out of the dorm. Well, I don't have any weapons. Okay, that's, that's I've got I'm a gonna... knife that I carry with me, but that's just a. I'm I'm, I'm going to bring an overnight bag. Yeah, me to pretty much just grab a few clothes. Did any of you pick up my knife? No, it was dark. No, 
So I suppose when they uh, report us for assaulting them, my fingerprints will be on the knife. 1930. Yeah. Uh, Danny whispers to Jerry, don't give the GM any ideas. Let's move on. <laughs> you know what else I keep wondering? I know, obviously, they didn't have caller ID. But wasn't it like the small town with the, the operator who would basically be in charge of connecting you? Like she pretty most, much. Most, most of those operators yeah. were um, like quite persistent eavesdroppers as well. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you were to call anonymously, there's a, I don't know. I don't know if that would mm. well, be. Anyway. which exchange they were connecting mm. to the police. They wouldn't know exactly where you were, but they'd know which exchange. Yeah, I think it might be a bad idea to do it locally. I mean, the person might even know us personally, you know. If, if we're still they, determined they wouldn't on know that. it was a call from the university campus. If we're determined on that course, uh, it, it, maybe there's uh, maybe there's some hotel in your uh, in your parents' town, Danny. It, uh, it's also the the middle of the night, so it'd be the only phone call coming in. Well, uh, presumably our adversaries are not all going to leave Arkham by tomorrow morning. Uh, well, although hopefully we are. So I'm I'm now driving. You know. I assume we're having this debate in the car while I'm driving back to my house. Sure. So. I mean, I didn't even go as far as you guys get back to the house with no problem. All right. So when we're at the house, I uh, pack uh, rifle, ammunition, uh, occult books, uh, peaches, random talismans, um, grab. What, what is food. wrong here? Wait, 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 what are you, what are we going to, we can't go to your parents' house. How are we going to explain us all showing up? Uh, just say I've not been well. Yeah, why are we all showing up? I don't know. Uh, and, and in the middle of the night, obviously on the run. <laughs> mm. We we can go to a hotel or something, or yeah, we could. Uh... I don't want to get too far away and then find out that all of the. Uh, Students yeah. have been murdered because we didn't stop the, uh, the alien. Okay, let, uh, let's go to a hotel. Fair enough. Well, okay. So let me just jump in. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to stop you. If you want to go to the hotel, you can. I will just say that I think you logically reason it out that they probably don't know where Jerry lives. So yeah. at least for tonight, you're probably safe at Jerry's house. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was our original idea. Well, we that's what our idea was. We'll stay right. there. I, I think that's fine. Now, if you want to now change positions tomorrow night, I'll, that's up to you. But I'll give you the satisfaction of, you know, tonight you're safe at Jerry's house. Okay. I think I'm going to suggest once we get to Jerry's house to get some string or some yarn or something and hang tin cans from it so that if anybody tries to get through a door or a window, it's going to make a big racket. Yeah, and we can all. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're going to come. They're going to come for us. Unless they can materialize in front of us, then we're fucked. <laughs> well, how about this, Tug? You uh, here? Uh, I get the string and the tin cans. Uh, here you are. Um, I'll. Uh... Yeah, I'll just I'll make some sort of makeshift alarm in case somebody tries. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to set some. Uh, I'm going to set some other traps. Um, 
just uh, mind that you uh, actually don't step in that. So, Jeff, what I do is, uh, I assume oh. I have some uh, hunting traps, um, and so I actually put them not just. Uh, I don't actually put them outside because somebody who's not our adversaries could step into them, but I'll set a few up at like random places in the house where I think somebody might step into if they just phenomenized <laughs> in the house like Terrence did graveyard. Where are you getting man-sized traps? Man-sized <laughs> traps? In, no, in... not man-sized traps. Just little, you know, small, small traps. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, then Jerry, do you have any food to eat? Because we're probably by this time exhausted and hungry. Uh, yeah, I started making some food. Danny falls asleep on the couch. I probably fall asleep next to you because I'm. I had a lot of strenuous exercise tonight. So, right. Well, those guys are passed out, but uh, I uh, after I. Uh, Get myself a drink, I offer one to Jasper. If I smell pancakes or anything like that, I'll wake up, eat them, and then go back to sleep again. I'm just going to fall asleep in a chair, cl clutching my sock full of quarters. All right. Well, apparently Jerry's the only one awake, so uh, Jerry, uh, uh, how am I feeling, by the way, Jeff? Do I need to, like, drink more just to not have, like, burning pains, or what? Um, I'll tell you what. Let's do the obvious First, I don't know that you're home. Uh, I'll let you do a first aid roll. Ah, good. See if you can possibly regain one hit point. Alright. Then maybe we can move on. Uh, yes, I can. So, okay. regain a hit point. So, take um, one. So, uh, before I go to sleep, I'd like to take a look at Danny's weird almanac. Hey. I don't know. Did I? Did you? I don't remember you saying it. But I don't know. Well, I told Danny to bring it. I don't know if he did, though, right? I, I failed my luck roll, so no, I didn't. I wasn't really thinking <laughs> about it. So you remembered your underwear, but not uh, the almanac. Uh, okay. I, I thought I was going to my mum's. <laughs> uh, All right, so Jerry in disgust just goes to bed. <laughs> okay. Um, Tug, can you do a cow roll? Sure. 63 and my pow is 50, so I fail. Fail. Mm. You, I think you know it's coming. Yeah, and my sanity is fairly low, so. Yeah. When I asked you to take one hip, one sanity point, and again, you're plagued with dreams of being in a cemetery with the corpse's hands rising up from the ground, skeletons trying to break brains. Brains maybe crawling about, things like that. Oh, no, no, no. They're trying to get me. So we'll say um, morning rolls around. Um, I feel like I want to give you guys, you danced around quite a few things, and some of you got right, some of you didn't necessarily get right uh but i don't want to influence your decision so i'm kind of stuck 
I, I guess now, so let's just do this. So new morning, you know, sunshine's out. All of everything that happened last night feels like a dream. Um, you know, you're still kind of beat up. You're still tired. Um, tug, you're still kind of worn out. Um, Jerry, you're feeling a little bit better. Um, I'll say your first day counted for the one hit point for that night. So maybe with the next good night's sleep, you'll heal another hit point. Um, uh, with the next, sorry, you broke up. Uh, we'll say the one hit point per night. We'll say that your first day counted for that. So you're still you're still at three points, I think. Okay. Um, so you're still, you know, your stomach's stiff and sore, um, but it's not enough to be a real inconvenience at this point. When did uh, when did he say he wanted us to avenge him at the science building? Two days, I think. Mm, two days, yeah. Jeff, do uh, aside from the geology professor, um, do we know any professors who are uh, more interested in fringe science or particularly exotic ideas? Maybe things about. I don't know, extraterrestrial life or dimensions or, you know, mental, it's strange mental things. Well, I just, I'm trying not to met, I'm trying not to metagame the fact that it would seem like the answer must be yes, but also would, would we know which professors these are? Well, Professor Armitage is probably one of the guys that seems to be very knowledgeable. Yeah. You, know, you see him about campus, but I don't know. I really want to get a, a note or a letter or a message to the geology guy because I think they might swap his brain over. Let me let me do this. I feel like I need to clarify. Um, so I kind of dumped some information. You know, Rod spilled the beans. Um, but I'm not sure you guys are putting the pieces together correctly. So could I ask you to just kind of talk it out what you think you know at this point, and then maybe I'll just try and nudge you to correct you one way or another. Well, he, he, um, he said that, um, that he was this Clark fellow, and um, but the other students who had been snatched up in the air, as, as uh, we, we had observed, had been um, taken over in some way by these, these other personalities, somehow. And that they were trying to um, track down everyone who knew about them and get rid of them. All the evidence that they had All been. All the evidence, yes. And that they were sort of like experiments from yeah. different periods in time. They've been right, and that some of them are centuries old. Right. Let me just uh, interrupt. So, when you say when you say the evidence, you're correct. But do you know what that's referring to? Um, Did he specifically say, um, and anyone who's seen them or anyone who knew? Yeah. About them? Anyone that's seen them or knows of their existence, I think, was what I, I had guessed uh, something about that rock. That yeah, physical evidence too. That right. there was some sort that's of what, maybe that's why they're so interested in the rock. Maybe okay. we could lure them out with it. 
Uh, okay, hold that thought. Um, so remember back, I'm not going to make you do an idea roll, but just, just think back. Up until this point, you've been following the two groups, right? The one group went to the science lab, and where did the other group go? The library. Right. So they were basically doing the research in the library looking for the evidence. Yeah. And that Rob's... So yeah, was that Jasper? I'm presumably removing anything they found that, that related to. I will tell you this. I don't know if we actually discussed it, but you never saw them remove anything. You saw them taking notes. If they're, if they're time travelers, then they're checking to see if things have changed since they did things. And one of the things that must have changed is Clark's family was killed and that's and and they weren't supposed to be that's what made rob turn on our side well he he said that they they told him that if he um when was that if he cooperated with them that his family would be safe and but they weren't that, that betrayal played a, a major role in uh, him deciding to turn against them what gives you the idea that they're time travelers well, they've said that they've been around all this time, or they've been, they're, they're going places. They, they came from back then and took over these bodies so that they could erase evidence of their existence. And then they'll, maybe they'll just go back. It, but it was never clear that their, uh, their purpose in taking the bodies was to erase the evidence, rather that there was an experiment going on and that they also want to erase the evidence. So he never shared their purpose. In fact, he was quite evasive on that point. It's, it's just a guess. Well, just, just a well, it's at least half a good guess because we know that, well, assuming anything he said was true, of course. Just a minor, I'm, I'm not sure if you're saying what I'm saying, but, but uh, Rod did tell you, in other words, you were asking, like, what was their purpose, meaning what was the alien's purpose? What was their motivation and all that? Overall, Rod couldn't really answer that question. He didn't really know what their he, – he was telling you. In other words, in other words yeah. you're saying that we believed that he didn't know and not just that he was being evasive. Right. Well, but can... then – hold on. So the second part of that, which is where I think you might be just mixing it up a little bit, was that he was clear in telling you about their – purpose meaning their purpose there meaning the students who have been mind replaced their purpose was to remove the evidence from the library and it was clear that they had no other purpose well there was now there's there's the second purpose and that's, that's right the other thing that rod said as you were leaving which was the go to the avengers the the science building Something's going on at the science building. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whatever so they're I, doing, doing it in two days at the science building. They're, they're building up to an experiment One of some kind. Now. Yeah. So, so just to just to recap, just to be clear, there's two things happening in in that two days time. There's gonna be an attack or something, maybe, at the library. And there's also going to be something happening at the science building. You know.
if if they need to remove evidence, if they need to get rid of any any possibility of anybody finding out, and they can't get all of the evidence, like the rocks and stuff that we have, they might blow up the whole campus. Because that right. would take care of the problem if they're that desperate. To well, that would hard. <laughs> The uh, dramatic destruction of an entire campus would hardly conceal. Or, or it would absolutely conceal it. Nobody would know how it happened. They'd think a gas leak or, or, or they break, break in. Something. They break into the library, steal the books, and destroy them. Well, one thing no that, one, that no one sounds... can assume it was a bunch of people possessed by aliens, are they? Right. It seems much more plausible that they would selectively destroy the evidence from the library, or maybe destroy other evidence along with it as a distraction. Of course, what's missing can also indicate something. So uh, They know that there's more evidence than they can get a hold of. The rock. Yeah, they could. I mean, they could just burn the whole library down. If they were going to do that, why didn't they do it already? Maybe because of something else that's going on with the science group. I don't know. Maybe it's a last-ditch effort. Mm. Two days might be their deadline. But for them to specifically look at books to find out what books have evidence in it would show would suggest that they're going to go for those books at some point. They're not doing it yet for some reason. I, I forget myself. I'm Tug. Uh, what I'm actually saying is, you guys want pancakes? <laughs> Coming right up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah pancakes. Well, while, uh, while I'm seeing to that, um, uh, are we still agreed that we should... Uh, capture and interrogate one of them? Uh, if so, we'll, uh, we'll need one who uh, we'll need one who can be easily physically overpowered. Well, if Higgs is German, then Danny speaks German now. No, I don't know any German. It came flowing out of your mouth like a gigantic cloud. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what it was. Something I read. Tug, you don't need to know... Uh, what things like that actually mean. Well, anyway, um, uh, we're, I'm uh, fairly convinced that uh, Clarissa was replaced. Uh, she'd be easy enough to restrain. Yeah, but she's a girl. I can't hit a girl. Yeah, that's true. What, what difference does it make? What, what difference what? does it make? What, uh, well, it's a guy's what the brain. host is like? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, well, not presumably uh, whatever's inside of her uh, prefers wearing pants, which is why now she does too. So, right, guys, I, I I think we should. I think we should try and be safe in public, rather than hiding. We've only got one day. We've got one full day, and then the next day is when Rod told us. I, I want to break into the science building and see if I can find a bomb. And uh, what are you going to do with that? Get rid of it. I don't know. I just want to know if there's a bomb. We could evacuate the campus. They got chemicals well, and stuff there, don't they? They could make bombs. I'm well, just saying... It sounded really awful. It sounded like you got two days. Yeah. Something's an yeah. ultimatum there. And also just to remind you, when Rod first called Jasper on the phone, he made it a point to say that it was a matter of life and death. 
Mm. I think it's the geology teacher. I think he's going to get the... If he or, hasn't already. If we revealed or, it to him, he might just be, oh, yes, I understand. I'm on your side. I know. And then that's, he's not. That's why I thought we could write him a note and warn him, and then we're not actually exposing ourselves. Uh, he's not going to believe us. Maybe uh, maybe this... Uh, Jeff, do we actually know Professor Armitage? Um, he's the librarian. He's Yeah, he's the librarian. You certainly know of him. I don't know if you know him personally. Could, could we go to him if he's the head librarian and say we believe some people are wanting to destroy some property? You could certainly try. Well, that's plausible enough that we could uh, we could at least discern what he's inclined to believe. And if that doesn't work, then we need to... I don't know, man. We need to try and see what they're doing in the library to see if they're actually... Uh, Jeff, just going back to our experience before, yeah. they, def they definitely weren't removing any books or anything like that. Correct. They were same remove anything and they were reading really odd books things that weren't in their field one guy was just reading a story why don't we go as a group or at least a couple of us go to armitage and talk to him you remember then, reading the story sorry Dana. i don't it was terrence terrence was reading a story and what story was it? Does it, it was matter? Just a random. No, didn't matter. Lady, don't fall backwards. I think is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, sorry. Meant to be really good. It's, um, that new Darcy Sparto novel, isn't it? Danny, what were you saying? No, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Um, no, I was just thinking the two people we could speak to, whether we trust trust them or not, Armitage is the librarian and we could talk to the geology professor and if we get bad vibes off of him then we know that he's involved how do we feel about the folklore teacher did they come with us well is the folklore teacher the one that that kind of rescued us from Cobb's corners uh, from the police um so let me just clarify something real quick because it does get confusing. Um, yeah. Okay. Geology teacher is Learmouth, correct? Yep. Correct. And okay. Roger Harold is the anth anthropology or uh, um, folklore anthropology. Yes. Correct. But I also want to make sure that you are aware that there's actually a second folklore professor named Wilmarth. Um, his name may have come up in passing, but I don't think we necessarily focused on him too much or met with him at all during this. But I think his name has come up. You know, um, before, I, before I came to, to, to study here, and, and why I wanted to come to study Miskatonic, is because they said that... Um, they have all manner of like odd, odd books and things here, and may, maybe if we if we went to the librarian, um, 
maybe he'd be more likely to believe us. I mean, if, if, if maybe he's read about something like this. That's the oh. only thought I've got, really. I mean, there must be someone in a, in a university like this. There must be someone who who, who knows about things like this. I uh, I'll follow whatever you guys want to do. Danny, can I ask you to do an idea roll? Uh, Tug, just to answer your question, yes. Um, Professor Harold was the one who basically came and rescued you. He was the one who came and rescued us. I just have pass. And he didn't uh, see any difference in the, the students. Um, Danny, do you remember right the same, just prior to getting the phone call, you received a note that was slid under your door? Yeah, so I did. forgot all about it. It said, um, it told me to watch my back, basically, if I remember. Pretty much. It was pretty vague, but uh, I think if I remember right, it was signed something like a friend or something like that. Yeah. You didn't recognize the handwriting, did you? I don't know, did I? Never recognized hmm. anybody's handwriting before. What's your your geology or uh, geology is fifty one. I'll let you roll, but you're gonna need an extreme. What what, what would that be under handwriting analysis? Just spot oh. hidden. Knowledge, an idea role, spot hidden. Spot well, hidden. Uh, I, semi out of character, Jeff. What I was wondering was if it was a professor's handwriting. Maybe they've graded enough papers that it would be obvious. Like I don't know handwriting analysis, but I recognized. Yeah, uh, no professor's handwriting. Yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from. I'll say it's possible, but I'm just going to say you're going to need an extreme. Um, I'll let you pick uh, either spot hidden or knowledge role. It's not an extreme. Okay. It kind of looks familiar, but. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily help you right now, but I'm just letting you know there's someone out there who may be in your corner. But could it have been Rob? It seems unlikely because. I don't think so. If, he, if, he'd, been, if he'd been there leaving a note for Danny who was only a few doors down from me, wouldn't, wouldn't he have just left me a note instead of phoning me up? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, so someone must... You know, the... the, the... I mean, there, there, there is, as you said, there's that guy who, uh, who came and bailed us out of the... I think we go and see... These guys that were talking about the lecturers, the librarian, the people that have a bit of authority that might believe us. Um, first, there's a first port of call. Well, listen, if Armitage is one of the most likely to believe us, and he's also the librarian, uh, surely uh, it would be worth uh, commencing with him. Even if he believes only part of what we say, he'll still be concerned uh, to protect 
library properties. Yeah. And he and he might be in a position to uh, take some note of uh, what they're reading. Maybe he'll notice uh, some connections that we're unable to because he's so familiar with uh, the library's holdings. We have one day. Well, we'd better get started. Let's uh, let's go find him now, Tug. We'd better decide now. Do you still so want I'll, to try? I'll go, I'll go where you, still, you guys go. Well, let's let's head that way. But uh, do we still want to try to uh, get one of them alone and then maybe question them? I know you already tried to get one uh, intoxicated, and that was of partial success, wasn't it? No. Uh, I, a success enough that you noticed the the German accent slipping out. I knew I knew he wasn't pigs. Well, that was uh, that was something at the time. We know a lot more now. Now, uh, I don't think that they're going to be uh, very favorable to uh, any of us getting them alone. I think we'd have to take one by force. And uh, and I still think that uh, the one that has Clarissa will be more awkward, less prepared to defend itself, himself, whatever. Well, but I, uh, hit her. I don't think it's a matter of... Uh, beating them into submission. We just have to restrain them and get them away from the others. Now, I did have one other idea, but it's uh, quite risky, and I, I don't know what would come of it. It's possible that they might believe me if I told them that I was interested in volunteering. Now, I'm not. I don't particularly wish my uh, brain to be, uh, well, whatever they do with them, put them in jars and root cellars, but it would sound plausible enough because uh, I have to admit that the prospect of living for centuries and seeing other times, places, and perhaps worlds is quite appealing. So they wouldn't think I was deceiving them and the hesitation would be equally sincere. Now, maybe that would get me close enough to uh, some of them that, well, maybe the rest of you could spring some kind of trap. So basically, you would be telling them that you know what that they know that we know what they're up to. Then they would blow up the whole thing. Don't they already know that we know? They suspect. Then you would help them blow something. up the campus if that was what they're going to do. Well, of course not. And I don't. By the way, I don't believe they are going to blow up the campus, and so I don't think they'll think that. I think that they will, even if they will which I don't think that they will. I, I think if you, Jerry, if you're going to do something as desperate as abducting one of them, right, we do that at night time. And I oh, think well, we've got, well, of course. Uh, we've, got, we've got a day that we can try and speak to some people. I, I want to, does anybody want to come to see Armitage? And, yes, and, let's, uh, uh, let's waste no further time. Let's, uh, let's go talk to Armitage. After that, we can see uh, who else there's time to speak to. Uh, um, do we all want to go together? Well, park on the other side of the campus. Yeah, I think we should, at this point, uh, they know we're onto them, we might as well stick together. Yeah. Um, Are now, you okay with that, Jasper? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I think... Let's do that, let's do it. Yeah. So right, well, we, we head to the I'm library ex first. I'm expecting the, I'm expecting the other rifle to arrive any day now, it may already be here. I suppose I can afford to lose another, so... Uh, Jeff, I stow the rifle that I do have with ammunition with the rifle, but also in my pockets in the car. So there's a rifle handy, even though I can't carry it around campus. Uh, I give Danny, uh, are you uh, are you feeling up to it? I offer okay. Danny back his gun. Yeah, I'll have my pistol. All right. So I don't I don't think they'll attack us in broad daylight in front of everybody though. Me neither. 
so like Tug said, uh, we can uh, park a different place and uh, head, over, head on over to the library. All right. Guess, well, I mean, and hopefully, uh, at least, look, if, we, if at least we tell him what's going on, then someone will know if anything happens to us. Yeah. At least they can well, tell our families. He believes us or not. Maybe if something happens to us, maybe he'll believe us then and he'll take up the... The last thing we would want is for anyone... ...start doing it himself. Assuming, assuming you care about your families, the last thing you would want is for anyone to tell your families anything about this. I didn't say anything about my family. I just... If they're covering up evidence, if they effectively cover up evidence, nobody's ever going to know what happened to us. And uh, for everyone else, that would be for the best. Let's go. Uh, I'm assuming we're already going, right? Have we parked? Uh, Jeff, are, are we on our way over? Sure. Um, let me just ask you this. So it's getting right around quitting time. Do you want to quit now or do you want to kind of I don't think it would take that long if you just want to go 10 or 15 minutes over just to it's up to you yeah sure um actually i can't i i told okay. Dave we could go out tonight so okay no problem normally i would say yes but yeah not so th at least then we'll be able to start next episode where we already have a clear plan set up so that's right cool yeah. all right that was pretty cool i think we know what we're doing yeah our, oh, our cool. players ah. go ahead Okay. Our players included Mick Swan, George Sieg, Ken Trench with myself as, I'm sorry, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.